This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to a live edition of Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom for four kiddos and co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RV family and so much more. I am coming to you live tonight from Escapade, the 57th Escapade, which is being hosted at the Pima County Fairgrounds in Tucson, Arizona. And let me tell you, it is H-O-T hot here. Not only is it hot, it is uh, full of RVers, as RVers as far as the eye can see. So we are enjoying ourselves immensely. Uh, Escapade just kicked off today at 3 p.m. my time, which is um, Pacific time. Even though I'm in Arizona, we talked about this last show, um, Arizona doesn't change, change time zone, so I'm currently on Pacific time. So three hours ago, Escapade kicked off the opening ceremony. It was a blast. We got to see Miss Kay. Um, and uh, it was just a, a great time. And now I'm looking forward to a whole week of uh, escapades, of, of the fun we're going to have. And specifically, Full-Time Families is powering Kidscapade here this week. So uh, we are providing daycare services and camp-like fun for the children who are attending with their families, of which we have about 70 kids registered. So uh, it's going to be a really good time. I'm really excited about it, uh, but before I go on and on about that, let me join every Sunday night. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RV and mom with four kiddos on the road, living full-time in our RV. I'm the author and creator over at RoadTripTeacher.com, your resource for um, educational resources for traveling families, and we chronicle our travels also at Diary of a Road Mom. We'd love to have you follow us there. I am coming to you live from our wintering location. We've not left there. We're still tucked away in southwest Florida. And we're looking very forward to hearing all about your escapades-related experiences this week. KT, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am really excited at the um, registration, they had over 900 registered as far as the eye can see. And and there's just so much fun and camaraderie here. I just um, can't wait for it to all kick off. Like I said, it was just opening ceremony. And then tomorrow, the bulk of the activities kick off. Although tonight they have entertainment and our kiddos have volunteered to be door prize runners. So they'll be going soon to go um, run the door prizes. Speaking of door prizes, I won. Uh, Chris and I won the second door prize that they called, uh, which was $200 cash. It was such a oh surprise. Oh, my gosh. So, very That's cool. awesome. That's awesome, right? You can always use yeah. cash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Chris has already allotted that. I think it's going on our awning, not in the form of dollars, but in the form of fabric. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. Hmm. Yeah. So, I have to tell so you tell here in Florida. About your week. Yeah, well, you know, here in Florida, it's um, spring break is kicked off at this time of the year in March, and so there's tons of traffic and tons of people, and 
the weather turned really chilly all in all of Florida, not just in the northern part where it is already sometimes, but even down here in the southwest part where we are, we in we experienced low 40s earlier in the week, and so of course everybody thought they were freezing to death. <laughs> um, it's been a, just a chilly week, but still beautiful weather. So we have uh, we took the time to get out a couple of times and maybe done a little bit more uh, walking and hiking than we normally do earlier in the week. But um, we actually have had friends um, from Indiana that were down for the week, so we got to spend a couple of days with them and. That kind of thwarted our road school plans a little bit, but um, it's that time of the year. We always get to enjoy a lot of our friends and family that come down from up north, so that's kind of what we're doing this week. Yeah, you know, I love that about Florida. It is the central location, and um, for us full-time RVers, sometimes it's hard to connect with people who are not in the full-time RV community unless we, like, drive to their homes and stay in a campground at their homes, which is not necessarily on our route or whatever, and so... Being in Florida, you just, it's like a catch-all, right? Everyone comes mm-hmm. on vacation to Florida. So it's way <laughs> exactly. easier to connect and reconnect. Yep, exactly. It's I so funny. That. We were driving. I was, we were in, uh, not in the RV yesterday, but I was in our car, and we were driving in a town north of here a couple hours because we were going to actually stay with someone else. And I, we actually seen someone we hadn't seen for like three years at the stoplight next to us. They were honking and crazy, and I was like trying not to look because I thought it was just crazy spring breakers. And then one of my kids said, oh, my gosh, it's so-and-so. And I looked at it, it was just, it was one of those surreal moments. You know, you're, like, in the middle of a state far, far away from where that person is, and there they sat. So, yes, yeah, it was kind of fun. Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Very cool. Um, well, we are here, like I said, at Escapade with a bunch of families. Um, they gave us the polo grounds part of the campground, and so we got a huge grassy field, and we got a bunch of rigs parked in it, there's a bunch of kids running around all hours of the day and night. Uh, Michelle Hargis is part of our Kids Debate staff, and she's put together a whole bunch of field trips for us. If you remember, Mary Beth, I'm sure you do, when we hosted the Ultimate Homeschool, no, not the Ultimate Homeschool, the, what was it called? The Ultimate The World's Best Homeschool Convention. convention. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, the World's the world. Best Road School Convention. That's right, that's what it was. The, the very World's Best Road School Convention. Uh, which absolutely lived up to its name in Tucson in like 2014. Uh, we went on a bunch of these field trips, Pima, Air and Space, and um, Sonoran Desert Museum, and uh, a bunch of great places. You know, I love Tucson. I know you love Tucson too. Uh, but just talk about Tucson as a destination for a minute. It is an awesome place to be a road schooler. Uh, I know that when we hosted that convention, we found out that there were a lot of homeschool communities in Tucson. Uh, it's just a wonderful place. I love it here. So we're going to be exploring those places alongside our road schooling families this uh, week. Looking forward to that. Um, and then, uh, and then you know, I'm going someplace that I've been before. So it's interesting. This week I was talking to um, a family here, and they were we were talking about travels, and they said, you know, seven years, oh, my gosh, there must be nothing left to see. And while that's not at all the case, we leave stuff behind to see the next time, um, there are things that we like to revisit. And I'm going back to the Grand Canyon, which uh, I'm really excited about. The last time we were there, DJ was all of six months old, so I don't think he remembers any of it. Tonya was three, so I doubt she remembers any of it. So I'm really excited to go back to the Grand Canyon. How old were your kiddos when you took them to the Grand Canyon, Mary Beth? Mm, I think my oldest was 
12 or 11, 11 or 12, um, when we went to the Grand Canyon. And interestingly, we only went to the, I don't know which rim it was, I think it was the south rim, but we didn't actually go down into the canyon or spend much time because that was when we were on that first trek that we were trying to get to so many places in so many weeks, and we really didn't get to enjoy a lot of the places that we went. So the Grand Canyon is actually on my list of things to go back to for sure. Um, they don't really have – I mean, they, they, they what they remember from the Grand Canyon is the pictures that we have and that it was, you know, just a really, you know, big gorge in the middle of the earth, I guess. Um, we don't really have any experiences from the Grand Canyon itself, so that's definitely on one of our uh, things to get back to. It's funny you were talking about Tucson. I'd forgotten how um, jealous I am that you're in Tucson because, you know, of all the places that we've been um, – Tucson really is high on our list of places that we love. There were so many things to see there, like you said. I love that area so much. In fact, you know, if you remember, Road Trip Teacher has a study guide on Tucson and the Grand Canyon. It's one of the only places that we have, two right there, kind of um, in similar geographical areas. But um, I'm trying to remember, what what is the mountain that we went to? I, it's in the study guide. I can't believe I can't Mount Lemon. Mount Lemon. Oh, my gosh. My kids talk about Mount Lemon. Still to this day is one of their favorite places that we've done. And it wasn't that there's something so spectacular to see there. It's just, it's literally just the scenery and the drive up. But for me, I don't know if you remember, if you go back to probably one of those shows, I told the same story. But when our crew went up Mount Lemon, we were writing the study guide for Tucson anyway. And we decided to take the temperature or to record the temperature. I guess that's what it was. We recorded the temperature every so often as we were going up Mount Lemon. And they also, one of our road schoolers also was in charge of um, visually looking at the scenery because it changes. I can't remember if it's seven times or something, but it changes um, so many times going up. I mean, when, you, when you're at the bottom, obviously it's sand and cactus and this, but as you go up and the temperature changes, so does the environment. And it's so interesting, I think, that drive up Mount Lemon. I'm so jealous that you're there. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. You know, I'm so glad that you brought up um, – your Grand Canyon experience, too, because I am really looking forward to going back because I had a similar experience. We had what I like to call a traveler's fatigue. By the time we got to the Grand Canyon, we'd seen and done so many things in such a short time, which is a trap so many of us fall into, just like you were just talking about, Mary Beth, that when we got to the edge, the south rim of the Grand Canyon, there we stood and we are like, yep, it's a hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, what? You know? There's two things going on in Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is one of those places, right? You've got to go. You, you just can't not go. Mm-hmm. And so there's a big buildup about what the Grand Canyon actually is. Is it beautiful? Absolutely. Is it stunning and rugged and just fascinating and one of the wonders of this world? Absolutely it is. But when you've seen so much um, along your route, it, it it can look like just a hole in the earth at that point. And so I'm really excited to go back with the kids. They're older now. We're going to be able to do a couple hikes um, and really just appreciate it this time. And so if you're listening on the replay or you're listening live and you are thinking about going full-time, I just cannot tell you how important it is to slow down, even before you get out the gate. Slow down. Leave some stuff for the next time around. You don't have to see everything and do everything right out the gate uh, because, really, you're robbing yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree, Mary Beth? Yeah, that's so true because I I look back at that very first um, year specifically, but even that first kind of jaunt that we took, and 
there were so many things that we missed just because we were trying to check off a list. You know, we started out with Mount Rushmore, and we went all the way across the North Pacific West, and then we went down, and then we come back. I mean, you can imagine that trek that we took, and that's all we were doing was checking off, you know, Mount Rushmore, check, you know, the Badlands, check. And there's so many places that we don't remember, or my kids specifically don't remember, but then if we talk about experiences like, for instance, let's go back to Tucson. You know, I forget how long we were there, but it was several weeks that we spent there, two or three, I'm sure. And, um, you know, the things that they remember are the actual experiences and the actual things that we take, that we took time for them to enjoy and see the things that they saw that were important and not just maybe something on a checklist of tourist attractions, basically. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to definitely be bringing my road trip teacher guides with me this week for Tucson and next week for the Grand Canyon. So we'll be, that will be our road school week for the next two weeks. So tune in and we'll tell you all about how that's going. But talking about time, yeah, talking about time and talking about how to, um, lengthen your travels on the road, you know, um, time, a lot, in a lot of circles, time equals time equals money. And so Mary Beth and I are embarking on a five-part journey teaching you and sharing with you different ways that you could make money on the road. And so last week we talked about being a blogger because that's everybody's game plan. Plan A, I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to make a million dollars and go on the road full-time. And so we talked with Danielle Leonard, who is a blogger, who is making a full-time income on the road, and she talked about the authentic experience of being on a blogger on the road. So if you haven't tuned into that, that's available on our replays at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network dot com or on iTunes. And today I'm really excited to bring on Dave Hurley, who is part of Kitchen Craft, because I don't know if you know, but if you are interested in cooking and um, the culinary arts, being a chef, you can be a chef on the road. So Dave, welcome to Road School Mom. Thank you so very much for giving me the opportunity to be joining you tonight all the way from Mount Dora, Florida. Oh, beautiful. You're you're just right up the road from Mary Beth. Dave, why don't you um, tell me, uh, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us what Kitchen Craft is. Well, thank you. you know, Kitchen Craft is a 110-year-old American heirloom manufacturing company that created a system of food preparation. Years ago, the moms out there would know it as waterless cooking, and today it is totally water-free, grease-free. And it's all 100% made in America. And we share and sell health and wellness by educating people at about 4,000 trade shows, home and garden shows, medical shows, military bases, RV shows, fairs, festivals, etc. And we have several people who have been living the same dream that you're talking about. And we don't, we don't call it on the road, but exploring the dreams on each side of the road. We call it Highway University. <laughs> And it's a wonderful, perfect experience for people that need to make money on the road. That's what we've been doing for many, many years. Well, Dave, welcome to the show. I have to tell you that I was so excited when Kimberly started talking about this. She said, oh, you know, she mentioned kitchen craft. And immediately I thought, you know, in my head, I think waterless cookware. I actually own a very extensive collection of waterless cookware, a very complete kitchen craft collection that I've owned for several years. Um, that I interestingly bought at a festival, the Park County Covered Bridge Festival back in Indiana. We were a pro- property owner there for several years, and one of our very good vendors came there every year and sold Kitchen Craft, and I was sold immediately. And um, so I love the I love the product, first of all, 
and I love this idea, and I love that we're going to bring this information to our listeners. So tell me how Kitchen Crack Craft, as a company, um, can make money, you know, how, how RVers can make money with a specific product. Well, um, first of all, we do actual live demonstrations. We don't sell this on any retail shelf because it needs to be demonstrated and shown, similar to a Vitamix or Cutco Cutlery. And uh, we teach the people not only how to make the money, but how to keep the money. Because so many people go out and buy things they don't need with money they don't have to impress people they don't like. We call that home. And when you're out on the road, you're living the dreams. And what happens is we furnish all the equipment, everything that they need. There's no investment. We take them through complete training on the job and ongoing training, classroom training, total training. And... Um, they're guaranteed a net profit of 20 to 30%. And when they first start out, they average about $3,000 a day in sales. And they're earning seven to $800 a day. Our goal is by the end of the first year for them to be making $1,000 a day. And then they get to work as much as they want to. I have a gal named Lauren Igo. She's been with us for 17 years, and she loves to travel. But she only works about... 90 days a year, she makes $160,000 a year, and as she goes to Europe the rest of the time. And the best part is, Kimberly, they get to write off every dime they spend in all of their travels because they are now business people. Um, I could go on for so many days selling the experiences, but if they go to our website, um, kitchencraftcookware.com, and read the reviews, of the customers, it is mind-boggling. We do not sell cookware. We sell health and wellness. And it's perfect for the family because there's so many things that the kids learn. Confidence, communications, meeting people, the demographics of the different people in all 50 of the states, patriotism, the science of food preparation, agriculture when the fair season's around, and business from start to finish. We teach business and the children work with other businesses after they grow up. The other vendors get to know each other, and they'll get jobs, you know, working with others. And it's it's a wonderful experience. If you talk to any of our parents who have worked on the road with the children, they homeschooled. It's been wonderful. They've made great money. Probably one of the best examples, if you Google, just Google Brett and Lena, Brett and Lena, B-R-E-T-T and Lena. They live out in Prescott Valley, but they are full-time RVers, nine months out of the year, and they got a little three-year-old, and when you see their website, it's amazing. And we just have fun, and they make a lot of good income, and the family works together as a family. Awesome. Well, I, I, love, I love, Dave, the picture that you're painting, and I love that we're able to bring this information to our listeners because this is the million-dollar question, how do you make money on the road? And this, um, this sounds like, to the right person, a really rewarding way to do it. So I want to talk a little about the application process in a bit, but if I were to become a Kitchen Crest representative, I think I just heard you say that there's no initial investment. Is that true? Absolutely. We furnish about a $10,000 display. We book and schedule and pay for all the shows in advance. We train them for free, and uh, we either come to them or they can come to us, depending if we have managers and trainers in the area they're in. And... Um, they just simply learn the script. There is a script they have to learn and follow. Their schedule is about like a school teacher. They do about five presentations a day. 
And they normally work three-day shows, like the medical shows, the home and garden shows, that type of thing, or the Covered Bridge Festival up in Indiana, for example. During fair season, we'll work the 10-day at the state fairs. We're in the expo halls and that type of thing. And there's no investment of any kind. The only thing they do have to have is a way of transporting the display, and it actually fits in the equivalent of a small SUV. A Subaru Outback actually will hold one of the displays, so if they have a basement model RV or something like that, it's not a problem transporting it. And, again, there's zero investment. We take care of the people, and we're picky. And to apply, it's really the best thing in the world. We've we got a wonderful website just for this. And the reason we're hiring Kimberly is because 25% of our company retired. We teach them how to make money. The silliest thing I've ever done was teaching a sales organization how to prepare for the future, and they all did. And now they're retiring and doing very, very well. And uh, if they go to cookingshowhost.com, cookingshowhost.com, or lifechangers.us, lifechangers.us, either one of those will be a link. And there's a place uh, where they get to read all about it, read testimonies, talk to other reps, see some of them that are full-time RVers. And there's a place where they apply online. After they apply, I uh, have a team in our distributor development, or I myself would probably call these people because I believe so much in what we're doing and take them through the interview process. And then uh, it usually takes uh, about three days before we get final approval, and they talk to about five different people. So it's, it's not difficult at all. We're looking for good, honest, hardworking people. That's the main qualification. I love that, and I love that you have such a, an investment in all of your um, representatives. Tell us one more time. I know you just mentioned about um, the space that it takes for a booth setup, but mm -hmm. because space and weight are such an issue with our lifestyle, tell us again how compact that the booth is and specifically as far as weight and space, what it would take up to actually carry this with you on the road. Yes, I'd say that the equipment probably would weigh around 300 pounds in total. And that's all for any, so there's no inventory. We ship everything directly from my factory. I built a factory 13 years ago to assure we had an American-made label. And they're actually factory direct representatives. And uh, part of their training, by the way, they actually go to the factory and the kids get to press the button on a 250-ton press and actually make their own piece of cookware, and, which is really exciting. But the equipment, uh, a lot of the RVers, they have parts of it that go into the bed here or there and what have you. But it's, it's the equivalent of about a small SUV, Kimberly. That could be like, a, 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 again, an Outback Subaru one of our reps uses. Uh, the countertop is the heaviest part. It weighs 24 pounds, and it's about 30 inches by 60 inches. And, but it's made out of fiberglass. It can be tied to the roof if they want to. But if they pull a vehicle, a lot of times they'll have it in the van or something such as that. So understanding when you've got a family and you're traveling in an RV, space is of essence. And um, most people are able to find places to put everything. In fact, online it actually shows a picture of one of the exhibits set up and one of it tore down. So they kind of have a better idea if they'd be able to have the space to utilize. That's really good, and we will be posting the links that you're mentioning in our show notes. Um, I was able to witness firsthand the KitchenCraft booth, which is absolutely stunning. 
um, at the Full-Time Families Rally in Tallahassee this past February, and I got to watch Joe Santi do um, a few demonstrations for us, and it was fabulous. I really enjoyed that immensely. Um, let's talk about um, I understand your application process um, is picky, but if I were, if I made the cut and I became a kitchen craft representative, what would my travel look like? Does kitchen craft tell me where to go, or can I work with a home office to book shows on a route that I would like to travel? How does that work? That's probably the most beautiful part of this of all, to be frank with you. We have a life. And six of our reps just hooked up in the Grand Canyon last month on their way coming across. And they went out and they, they worked some events in the north, the Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming, uh, Cheyenne days, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we have an internal sales director for each rep, and they put together their schedules. Here's the options. What's your family's desire? Well, we would like to travel to the northwest. So they would actually put together a schedule to the northwest. And uh, if there's a particular birthday or a holiday, we don't work any holidays except Labor Day. Otherwise, we're off usually two or three weeks at Christmas and usually the month of May. And most of the people work about 120 days a year max. And um, they work together with them to make certain that the schedule is compatible with what they want to do. Most of our shows right now are like uh, home and garden shows are a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll set up on a Friday morning. We end up Sunday at 5. We're out of there by 7. And we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to play and explore the world. And then they might, if they want to travel and they go to another area, then we'll book a show in another area. We have shows in Canada for those who want to explore Canada, I might add. And I'm an adventurous. I am the Lewis and Clark of the 20th century, and I just love what our people do. And this is what I've been at for 45 years. I started 45 years ago, and to this day, I am a gypsy. I just flew back from the Bahamas two hours ago to come on with this interview, as a matter of fact, and explore the world. You're not going to learn anything sitting at home watching TV. Go out and explore the world. And that's why I think what you do is absolutely amazing. That's so awesome. I love how you put that. That's great. So let's um, go back to one of the key notes I guess of our of our interview tonight and that's about the money. So tell us again, um, you know, as part of our Make Money on the Road series, what kind of income could a rep expect to make as a kitchen craft rep, let's say in the first year? In the first year, if they don't make sixty to seventy thousand dollars, we figured they either didn't work and again where our goal is to where they're making a thousand dollars a day. They don't have to have experience. We teach them. In fact, we'd rather they didn't have sales experience because we don't sell. We tell the story. They can actually go online to the interview site and actually watch one of our guys doing a demonstration and just kind of see how it goes. And it's very soft sale. We tell the story. And every hour, there will be dozens of people that come by and give testimonies. I bought mine 50, 60, 70 years ago. We had a lady last week that sent in a testimony. Honest to God, she has a set that is 95 years old. It was her mother's. And when you see these things and when you're at the shows, the people come up to us. So that's who does the selling is our customers come back and tell the testimonies into the selling. So um, they're paid every week, and they earn anywhere from 20 to 30% profit from each sell. And certain items have higher profit margins than other items. And um, if they do five presentations, we know for a fact if they follow the program, they're going to average about 
$500 in sales for every demonstration that they make. So if they do five demonstrations a day, that's $2,500. They're going to earn, say, $700, $800 for that day. Now, days are going to vary. Some days are shorter than others. Like sometimes on Sunday, it's only from noon to 5. So they wouldn't maybe have as many demonstrations as they would on Saturday or Friday or something like that. So the money is good. And what we do with everybody is we want them to talk to some of our reps and be able to talk to Brett and Lena who are full-time RVers with their family and that type of thing and kind of get the confidence. But um, once they watch the demonstration, they can decide, hey, could I do that? Am I entertaining? Do I like people that much? But, Kimberly, if you saw the results of the young people that have traveled with us, um, Mark Tamaris's four children were in all 50 states before they were 12 years old. And they actually traveled up to Alaska, and we have exhibits in Hawaii for those who wanted to fly over to Hawaii, and they flew over to Hawaii and did demonstrations in Hawaii. So this is it's just perfect for them. And income-wise, like I said, they earn a profit. Uh, the better they do, the more they earn. But we guarantee if they follow our program, they're going to have very good success and uh, should comfortably earn $700 a day. But after they become acquainted, uh, when they go to the testimonies of our reps, Cab Benefield, I hired him 16 years ago. He was homeless, sleeping on a park bench in Boise, Idaho. Um, he has not made less than $300,000 a year selling kitchen craft. And you can call him and he'll confirm that, okay? But he works hard. He works uh, 175 days a year, and uh, he lives in Sacramento, California. He's not a full-time RVer. Hope that well, that's, that's fabulous. Oh yeah, that absolutely. But you ta- uh, you touched on one thing. You said um, that you prefer they not have previous sales experience, so that you could teach them your methodology. Is there any previous experience that you're looking for in applicants? You know what we have found, uh, Kimberly, is our best people are teachers, preachers, couples actors and actresses and people who have been in business. If they've been in business, they really appreciate everything we do for them because all they do is set up, tell the story, sell the product, take the orders. We do all the shipping and the order processing, the customer service. We do everything else. And Man, this is great, and I've got a guaranteed minimum profit of 20%. I wish I'd had that in business. Preachers aren't afraid to ask for money. <laughs> okay, Teachers are already educators, and that's what they're doing. We're educators or edutainers is what our people call us sometimes. Couples are fabulous because that way while one's doing a presentation, the other is helping other guests and that type of thing. And that's what the kids do. They learn persuasion. They learn to help people to answer questions. It's so, so educational for them. It's unbelievable. So um, yeah, experience, if they've had experience in business, that helps. But any place where they've been able to speak in public, they they can't be afraid to talk to people. And speaking in public is, is is even more fearful to people than sometimes death. Okay, so as long as they are able to learn how, and I got to be very honest with you, I am a complete and total introvert. And only when I started 45 years ago, which is a long story was I saw an opportunity to create the communication skills to be able to step forward. And I was trained by a guy named Zig Ziglar. I don't know if you've ever heard of Zig Ziglar. He was an inspirational, motivational speaker and author of 35 books. And most people over 40 have heard of Zig. And that is who trained me and brought me out of that shell and made me capable of talking to people such as we are today. 
So, Dave, I know that it will change with, you know, show schedules and appearances as far as maybe how, you know, if it's a three-day show or a 10-day festival or something like that. But on an average, what kind of weekly time commitment would a kitchen craft, craft rep be looking at? Uh, a lot of it's about season, Kim. Uh, in uh, Like this right now is our home show season. From January through April, we're working home shows, medical shows, health expos, women's shows, RV shows, sports shows, all of those pretty well three days. Now, Mary Beth, you're from Florida. We just finished the Strawberry Festival in Plant City. That's 10 days. Right. And we have three locations there, and we did a half a million dollars in sales at the Strawberry Festival. Uh, then there was the Florida State Fair, which is a 10-day show in February here in Tampa that we've been there for 65 years at that fair. Matter of fact, so we're well known. Then in the summer, we'll do a lot of one-day shows like the American Dietitians Conferences, American uh, the uh, chiropractic conferences, and that type of thing are usually just one or two days long. Ag shows like the Moultrie Ag Show is a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then in the fall is when the state fairs and festivals, and like the State Fair of Texas, we have eight locations. It's 24 days long. That's the longest event in the country, okay? And um, but a lot of our folks love it because they go in there and they will do 150 to $200,000 in sales at one show and leave one show with a $50,000 check. And I'm very serious. I'm not saying that to make people feel good. It's it's just actual and factual. Um, so that's pretty well it. And then in uh, in the fall, we do all the fall home and garden shows. Home and garden shows are three days put on by the home builders associations and that type of thing. And most of them are two to three day shows. And then we do a lot of one day shows sometimes as well for those who want to. You know, if they want to just do a one day show. But I tell you, one of the best shows for the RVers is the RV shows, the Sambarees will set up, and they love us. The most sets I ever sold in my entire life was at a Sambaree. I had 42 sets in one day because they all love to cook. They love to eat, and without using water or grease and cooking on one-third the energy, both of which are a commodity in an RV or a boat, we're using no water. Okay, we're using one-third the energy. We're using no grease to smell up the RV, so RV shows are a great event to be at as well. Uh, you know, Dave, you mentioned um, RVers loving kitchen craft, and I know that to be true uh, because Mary Beth has told me about her, her set. I also want to mention what, um, if you were not at the Tally Rally and did not see the presentation, the handles come off, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have special RV sets that have detachable handles that will fit into their microwave. And when you're cooking without water, you have a smaller piece will cook more because you don't have to put water in it to boil it. And the taste, as you know from watching us, and if you talk to Mary Beth, the taste of the food is totally different than any. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And it's so healthy. When you read our, our reviews and the videos that people said, the doctors said we saved their life. I mean, it's crazy. I don't get it myself sometimes. But I'm 68 years old, and I cannot work any 18-year-old I've ever known, and I cook this way each and every day all of my life. And it is absolutely a life-changing experience for people. They come back to our shows year after year. We just had a testimony that was posted. The lady came in. Here's my husband and I. Uh, two years ago, he was given three months to live. Here he is today. I started cooking this way. <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing because we're getting all the natural nutrition from the food. I'm sorry. I better stop talking. I'll talk for a week. <laughs> no. 
No, that is amazing, and that's wonderful. And I did taste the difference. Uh, Joe made us um, carrots, uh, you know, in, in regular cookware and carrots in kitchen craft, and the difference was amazing. It was like I'd never tasted carrots before, and I, I'm not being silly. It was amazing. It is. And wait till you try the chicken and the other foods that we do in the medleys. And just any one of you, go just go to kitchencraftcookware.com and go to reviews and listen to some of the testimonies and read some of them. And I had a lady that ran up to me from Melbourne, Florida. I was at the Orlando Home Show last year. Her name is Debbie. She's at the bottom of the testimonies. And she ran up with her iPod and said, here I was one year ago. Here I am today. She lost 88 pounds in one year preparing her food our way. It's, it's, it's great. Richard Simmons uses to lose his 160 pounds, I might add. Okay. So it's, it's, it's really awesome. Okay. So let's, for the listeners that may be tuned in late, let's go through the, the websites again. Um, okay. If they want to apply or they want more information, where can they find that on the web? Cooking show host dot com and there's a video that tells everything about what we do it basically explained everything I just did cookingshowhost.com and our website for our company is kitchencraftcookware.com and the name of my uh, my manufacturing company is americraftcookware.com which uh, I do all of our manufacturing up in Wisconsin up in West Bend, Wisconsin. Everything used to be made by West Bend, and they started outsourcing everything to China, and I sit over my dead patriotic body. And that's the other beautiful thing. We have an American-made product, which we need so bad in this country today. And um, uh, lifechangers.us, lifechangers.us. All three of those have a place where they can go to, and it just says apply here, and there's an application process. And I'll ask uh, questions about your past, what you do, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and then we'd like for them to try to send in a little video just with their cell phone or what have you, something that you're passionate about. Give us 90 seconds of something you're passionate about. And then we call and do telephone interviews this week. That's awesome information. Thank you so much for going over those websites again. Now, I'm just going to say one more time as a plug for your cookware because I really – and, you know, I've had this for a long time. I, I laughed when you talked about um, the lady who had a 95-year-old set of waterless cookware. My my grandmother had waterless cookware, you know, the whole time I was growing up. That's how I learned to cook with her. Um, and so, true to form, just like you said, I watched. It was my very first uh, Cover Bridge Festival, and I walked by those demonstrations a couple times, and I was I was unbelievable. And there were people there that were already using waterless, and of course, my grandmother had always talked about it. And so I was so excited to get my own set. And um, I will tell you that as a full-time RVer, you know, we're very picky about what we bring on board, especially into our kitchens. You know, you you can only have a certain amount of gadgets. But I can tell you, um, I don't have my entire waterless cook. Uh, cookware um, with me, um, but the pieces that I don't have are tucked away in storage at home. They're very timeless, my cookware is, um, and I know that it's something that I want to keep forever, um, but I do have several pieces that are on board with me. That's what I, um, you know, that's the only thing I cook in um, on board, and they, you know, I've got it all nested, you know, inside of each other, and like you said, KT mentions the handles come off of a couple of my pieces, so it's an awesome set of cookware to have, and I'm so excited that you've brought this information 
about how to become a rep. It's something that I had never even explored the possibility of, and I was so interested to, to watch uh, the demonstration at the Tallahassee rally. So, Dave, tell us um, anything else that you want our listeners to know about KitchenCraft. Kimberly, uh, life is not a dress rehearsal, and since we've been on the phone, and let's say in an hour, our heart will beat 4,000 times. And if we drove our RV from Mount Dora to Phoenix and back, it's 4,000 miles. And, you know, 4,000 is not a big number. Yet if we were just born and we lived to be 80 years old, we only have 4,000 weeks. We don't want to risk wasting any of those in the adventure of life. And that is what I think is so beautiful about what we do. Our people live, and not to mention some of the incentive trips that the company does and the fact that it's American-made with unlimited warranties. And I just think it's perfect for the folks that want to go out with their family and do what most people wait all their life to do and get too old to do, and that's being full-time families exploring the world. Well, Dave, that is incredibly inspirational, and I just can't tell you how much we appreciate, Mary Beth, and I appreciate you joining us on the show tonight, and especially finding out that you just got home from the Bahamas. I hope that you're, after this interview, you have time to put your feet up and rest. I'm sure you're, you're tra- well-traveled today, but thank you so much for taking the time to educate our families on this amazing opportunity, and I, it's my sincere hope that many of them take you up on this offer. And one more email I want to give them. And I've yeah. got a really awesome book. It's called uh, The Healthy Gourmet Cookbook. It's about being a gourmet cook and cooking without water and grease. I'd love to give one to anyone. But they have to send me an email and just simply say in a paragraph or sentence why they think it's important to buy American-made. And my email address is pretty simple. My name's Dave Purley. And my email address is dave at daveherley.com. And I'd love to hear from any of them, and I'll send them a cookbook and love to answer any questions that they have at any time. Thank you. What a wonderful, generous offer. Thank you so much, Dave, for being generous with your time and um, with your expertise. We all really appreciate it. All right. Have a great one. We'll see you again. Thanks, Dave. Okay, good night. Good. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. How would you like to call him your boss? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm so excited right now. I want to go get all my stuff out and just, like, maybe I'm going to stop writing, guys. I'm going to go sell cookware. You know, it's so funny when you talk <laughs> about this. It's so funny. It's I so – That's right. Road Trip Teacher, Road Trip Teacher is going to teach you all about how awesome this cookware is. Let me tell you. It's so funny, though. You know, of all the things I've ever bought in my life, and I'm not just saying this because we're on this show tonight. Of all the things that I've bought in my life, and you know how, you know, like when you get married, you get certain things that are, I don't know, timeless is just the word that I keep going back to with that cookware. And maybe it's because my grandmother had waterless cookware. I don't know. So that's kind of a thing for me. But um, it is the one thing, and I, we've probably talked about it before when we talked about things that we did, you know, we left in storage or that you would, would not get rid of. And that was one of them. I'm like, I wouldn't even consider getting rid of any of that cookware because I absolutely love it. It's just, it's a, it's a great product. And it, you know, the fact that it's American made and I go back, I go back and I think about that festival 
where I purchased that. And again, we were, you know, we were property owners at that time. So I was not easily swayed by, um, you know, gadgets and things. I really wasn't. I mean, we had, I don't know, 2,000 booth spaces on our property. And so I think that should say something to you also that, you know, of all the things that I bought in those 10 years, I mean, there weren't very, let me rephrase that. There weren't very many things that I actually personally purchased in that 10 years, but that cookware is one of them because it was something that was, you know, it was really a good product and it was something that, um, you know, it held its value. And, and again, it's, I don't know, timeless. That's the only thing I can keep going back to is that word. Yeah, I love that. Well, I, I just think he's just so inspirational and I, I would just, it would, um, I don't know, I think it'd be amazing to work for that company. I was talking to Joe Santi, who was the rep that they sent to the Tele Rally, and he just bubbled over and over about what it was to be a um, kitchen craft rep, and that's when this idea for actually this whole series popped into my head. I thought, well, I bet you so many people don't even know this is, this is an option. How mm-hmm. many people out there have no idea this is an option? How many people have you heard, Mary Beth, who are passionate about cooking and frustrated about cooking in their RV? And here, the, uh, you saw the booth. It's a 10 by 10 booth. You have this beautiful countertop and ki- sink, I think, and kitchen space. And um, you get to cook these beautiful meals. Joe um, delivered both meals that he cooked to the potlucks that we had each night. And they they were just out of this world delicious. If you have a passion for cooking or teaching, like um, Dave mentioned, um, I really implore you to explore, um, to explore this as an on-the-road income opportunity. Well, it does because, you know, nothing sells something as, as well as if you believe in something. And so if you have the inspiration to cook or cooking is what you love to do, you know, and then – and if you aren't familiar with kitchen craft, then the first thing you need to do is get familiar with kitchen craft because with or without a demonstration, the quality of the product is very, it's, you know, it's very transparent. Um, it's not, you know, it'd be very easy to get behind that product. And so, you know, what, what better awesome way to go out on the road and make a living than to have the tools of the trade of something that you, you know, that you already love to do? You know, that would just be an easy sell. So. Um, again, I'm excited um, as well, KT, to have him on the show tonight. It's funny, as he was talking at the end, I love the um, the thing about 4,000 weeks. So I just have to know, did you already write the 4,000 um, thing on a post-it? I'm we- sure what color what color's your post-it note, KT, that you've got 4,000 wrote? Because I know you wrote <laughs> that it. That would be hot talking. pink. Yeah. That would be hot pink. But you know, Mary you and I are so blessed to have the show every Sunday night. And right now, it's 6 o'clock for me, or it was 6 o'clock when we started it. Sometimes that can be arduous. It's like, hurry up, eat dinner, got to have a show, and everyone grumbles, oh, shows, blah, 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 blah. But we are so blessed to have this show every Sunday night. There is not a single Sunday night that I don't walk away with a nugget of information that has been life-changing for me. I mean, we can really compile a book, and I think that we have um, threatened to do so, of these nuggets. If we went through all these shows, because I remember so many of them, they, when I say life-changing, I want to tell you, like, having like a meltdown moment and hearing Latoya Edwards in my head saying, like, do a body scan. Are you hungry? Are you tired? Are you wet? Like, mm-hmm. like, like a baby, you know, like what, what's going on right now, Kimberly, like keep it together and go take a time out if you need one or go eat something if you need to. And that 4,000 weeks, that's, that's one of those. And I, I almost started crying when he said it, Mary Beth. I really did. It hit me so hard. That's so funny because I was like, I literally think I probably stopped breathing. I was like, it was so profound. And 
I love that. So I'm, I'm sure that uh, you and I will be talking about 4,000 again on many shows to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I told you what my week's going to be like. And uh, for full-time families, we are just here at Escapade. So if you're sending me an email to families.com this week you get my auto reply that says I'm going to be back to you in week because, you know, when it's rally time, we really like to all of our time and effort to the people we're serving on site. And so I just put that autoresponder on and I, um, I try so hard to be fully present in what's going on. So that's what my week's going to be looking like. How about yours, Mary Beth? You know, I'm not sure. Like I said, we've had visitors for the last couple of days. So tomorrow's going to be kind of a catch up day for us. I, um, I was excited to get an email from Pam Barnhill about um, an offer that she has over in her morning time basket. So we're going to be, using her plans this week to revamp our morning time a little bit um, for the spring season that we have coming up. Um, and to be honest, because I haven't looked at my Grand Canyon uh, study guide for a while, I think I'm going to get that out probably this week and have my road schoolers help me update that a little bit. And maybe in honor of your escapades trip and your impending trip to the Grand Canyon, we can offer um, – I'll offer that Grand Canyon study guide for free to anyone who sends me an email between now and next week's show. Um, to info at roadtripteacher.com. And if you're listening to us on a replay over at iTunes, then know that um, it's very easy for you to also get a free digital product of your choice from my learning shop at Road Trip Teacher. All you have to do is give us a review when you get done listening to your iTunes podcast from here at Road School Mom. Send me an email again to that email, which was info at full, or, yeah, info at full-time families. Wrong. Info <laughs> at Road Trip Teacher. Info at roadtripteacher.com. And I'll send you that study guide of your choice. I'd be happy to forward anything that comes to me that is meant to you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd be that's good. That along. That's good. Have my back. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So next well, week, what, so uh, next week, right. health coach, right? Next week. Yes. Make money as a health coach, and it's a great segue for. Um, yeah, they were talking about healthy living. Um, this is uh, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking to the Lundies, who have been having uh, who have been health coaches for over a year and changing lives across the nation. So uh, tune into that one. And then um, let me check my calendar. See what else we got. We've got health coach. What else do we have? Do you remember? Yeah, I know. I know what the on, very last one is: uh, virtual business, and then um, right. Okay. Hold on, I can tell you. Brianna Real, Real, be your virtual, be a virtual business owner. That's um, on uh, I want to say April ninth. Um, April second is uh, RV roof installer. Oh, there we go. Um, and you know, I recently got a roof from. Um, from uh, RV Armor, RV Armor, uh, mm-hmm. lifetime, yeah, lifetime product. RV Armor was um, a sponsor and a um, exhibitor at that World Fest Road School Convention in Tucson, and I'm actually here with them this week. Um, and so I'm really excited. You know, maybe uh, selling kitchenware is not your thing. Maybe you don't like being in front of people. Um, maybe you have some prior construction knowledge and you're having a hard time translating that to an on-the-road income stream, well, you're definitely going to want to tune in on April 2nd when we talk um, to Lee from RV Armor about how that all works. Um, 
Uh, and then, uh, like you said, we said we have health coach, uh, roof installer, and virtual business owner, which is going to be a great catch-all show. And Brianna will be um, rolling out a new product that uh, she's got to help people with that. So very cool. I'm, I'm just so thrilled about the series, and I know that you're working on a series coming up. I am working on a series coming up, and it's all about keeping your kids safe on the road. So we're going to have um, at least a three-part series in that, and I'm working on possibly a fourth uh, week for that right now as we speak. So you'll want to mark your calendars for that. As soon as we wrap up this money-making series on the road, we will uh, come up with that right after Easter weekend. We'll start this child safety series on the road. We're going to talk about water safety. We're going to talk about fire safety which is another thing that you and I talked to uh, hit on at that road school convention in Tucson back a couple years ago. We really had a lot of great um, experiences in Tucson, haven't we? I just keep going back to it even as we're talking. Um, But anyway, that child safety series, again, is water, fire. We're going to do one on um, actual personal safety in your RV. So mark your calendars for that because that's going to be a great series as well, something that you can use right here on the road. Well, uh, you should know that I'm out here with Max the Fire Guy. Uh, who was a presenter at the World's Best Road School Convention. And he is actually coming out here on Monday night. We're going to be hosting a dessert potluck, and he's going to have just like a roundtable discussion with us to to talk about those fire safety issues. So I'll be sure um, to get him involved in our uh, safety series. He is an amazing resource in the RV community, Um, many, many years as a firefighter, and uh, just has this incredible knowledge of RVs and how to be safe in the event of a fire in your RV. So I'm really excited to uh, talk to him in person this week and on the show in the future. He is an amazing person. You know, that brings me to this final nugget that you can take with you. As we're talking tonight and we started talking about Tucson and then we keep talking about Tucson. um, But I just think (laughs) about how blessed we are to have over these hundred plus shows. And really for me on my four plus years that I've been on the road, how many amazing people that we've met with so many different avenues of, you know, income and, and our road schooling experiences and just all the different people that we've met with such vast resources. It really is a great network. And that brings me to the thought that I brought home from church last week, not actually this week, but last week. And that was, you know, if you fall alone, you're really in trouble, right? That makes sense. If you fall alone, okay. you're really in trouble. But if you fall around others who support you, that you're never alone, and you'll be just fine. And just in thinking about everything that we've talked about tonight, I just that struck a chord with me. It hit it hit me that you know that's really what this full time families community does for me, and specifically our road school moms group. And I know KT, that's why you and I started this crazy show back however many almost ten seasons ago. Can you believe we're in our ninth season of road school moms? But what a wonderful community we have um, gathered up with all of our other road school moms. And I just feel really blessed to be here. So. Don't fall alone. Keep connected with us here at Road School Moms. And um, if you need um, encouragement, whether it's for a good day or a bad day, please don't hesitate to give us an email. Uh, give us a shout-out, Kimberly at Full-Time Families, um, or myself at info at com. We want to connect with you. Absolutely. I couldn't I, – that's a, that's a wonderful sentiment to end on, Mary Beth. So until next okay. Sunday night, you want to take it away? I sure will. Until next Sunday night, we'll be here same time, same place, every Sunday night, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, from wherever in the world you are. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. 
And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.